Welcome to It's Your Community with Vanessa Denha, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR. Next to food and clothing, achieving personal and professional success is at the very top of most people's hierarchy of human needs. Good morning, everyone. This is Vanessa Denhagarma with It's Your Community. I'm also with Epiphany Communications and Coaching. We're talking about life's opportunities, career advancement, and financial success. They don't just happen. You must create them. The recently published book, GPS for Success, Skills, Strategies, and Secrets of Super Achievers, is that's what we're talking about, provides a detailed roadmap for young people to achieve their dreams and a fulfilling life. To talk with us about that is the author of the book, Dr. Barry Franklin. Dr. Franklin, how are you? I'm fine. It's a pleasure to be with you this morning. Thanks for your interest. I'm actually really excited about this. I told you offline, I'm a career coach and a life and leadership coach, and this is a great resource for my clients. And so I want to ask you, what inspired you, Dr. Franklin, to write this book, GPS for Success? Well, I got out of a PhD in my late 20s, 28, I had received a PhD. I got in the real world of work and I came to the sobering realization that all the university courses and everything else, which taught me about heart rates and blood pressure and chronic disease, didn't teach me about the real life skills that people need to succeed. The importance of preparation, goal setting, persistence, collaboration, interpersonal skills, being a great communicator. Can you write? Can you speak? Can you interview? Uh, the importance of understanding the laws of attraction and sow and reap. What really got me interested was a guy by the name of Peter Drucker, whose name you probably know, a management guru. And Peter Drucker, Vanessa, said years ago, everybody should find a secondary pursuit beyond their primary area. My primary area is health, wellness, fitness. And that secondary pursuit should be more than just a hobby. So for me, it became the study of highly successful people in all walks of life. And it really became not just a hobby, but a passion. The last 40 years, I've been studying highly, highly successful people. And so what's the common denominator, Dr. Franklin, in your discovering research? I think the common denominator, as I've studied highly successful people in all walks of life, I boiled it down in the book to four foundational factors. If you want to be successful at what you do, you've really got to embrace these four. Number one, love what you do. The late Steve Jobs said, the only way to do great work is to love what you do. And I think that's really, really true. Secondly, realize that to a large extent, we make our own luck. I read a great book, Vanessa, by Mark Myers. And he said, to, to a large extent, 95% of things that happen to you happen because of things you did or you didn't do. Number three, take 100% responsibility for your life. The people who are really leaders, succeeders, are the people who say, I'm responsible for my achievements and I've got to turn around my setbacks. To me, the 10 most empowering two-letter words that I say to patients, that I say to young students, if it is to be, it is up to me. 10 most empowering two-letter words. And finally, I love it. I love, <laughs> wait, you got to repeat that quote. I love that, Dr. Frank. Okay, 10 most empowering two-letter words. If it is to be, it is up to me. And the, the guy who originally came up with the quote was a guy by the name of William Johnson, who was actually a painter, but he came up with that quote. The fourth foundational factor is focus on serving others. When I talk to a lot of young people, they say, I say, what do you want to do with your life? I want a big house. I want to travel. I want to make lots of money. And my answer is, 
you're focusing on the wrong end of the scale. Focus on serving others, focus on your contributions. Rick Warren, the author of The Purpose Driven Life said, success is not how many people serve you, it's how many people you serve in your lifetime. Or a pretty smart guy, you may have heard the name Albert Einstein, <laughs> <laughs> was once was once asked why were we put on this earth and his answer was very simple we're here to serve other people and lastly uh, i'm a big fan of the writer tolstoy and tolstoy once said we love people not for what they can do for us but for what we can do for them it's the fundamental ingredient in the recipe for success. So mm -hmm. Vanessa those are the four foundational factors that i find in my research of highly, highly successful people in all walks of life. I love that, Dr. Franklin. And 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 and, and I'm gonna tell you as a as a someone who comes from a Christian foundation, there's lots of Christian principles in there. So I yep. think it's so so wonderful. Uh, GPS for success. I mean, I, right when I saw this, when Colette gave this to me, Colette Stimmel, who I've known for many, many years, right. I thought of my clients, my personal clients as a coach. And who did you intend? for the audience to be? Who should read GPS for success? It's a, it's, a great, it's a great question. I really wrote this for people 18 to 35 or 40 years of age, including high school students, college students, and those in the early stages of their professional career. So this isn't for the 65 or 70 year old person, it's for the younger person who's really in their first job or so. When people say to me, what about the careers? This has application to people in sales, business, academics, medicine, law, and especially people who ultimately want to gravitate to leadership positions. Lastly, I guess I would say, when you say, who is this book really for? To me, this is the perfect gift for the 7 million high school and college graduates each year. There's about 7 million high school and college graduates. And the reason I say it's the perfect gift is I taught a course at Central Michigan called GPS for Success for five years and the students would walk out and say, Dr. Franklin, this was the missing course. You covered stuff that we need to know. And we talked about heart rates and disease and this and that, but we really never talked about things you need to be successful in life. So that's who the book is for. I love that. So Dr. Franklin, did this book come out of that course? Was it a course first <laughs> that you developed into a book? Yeah, it, we had we had a course and we really had no major textbook. The best textbook that I had read up to that point, we didn't use it as a textbook, but it's a very good book published in 2005 by a guy by the name of Jack Canfield. That oh, name, of course. That name, that I, met, too, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I it, met him personally before, but yeah, we all know Jack Canfield. Yeah, Chicken Soup for the Soul. And basically, he wrote the success principles. So I used bits and pieces of that. But I said, when the course ended at Central in 2017, I got to sit down and write a book. And it took me almost four years before I had finished putting everything together. Because this book, unlike others, is one-stop shopping. It, it's not just uh, think about your goals or take action or whatever. I covered everything you need to do to be a highly successful person in this book. And that's why it took so long. So, and that, that, you know, and you come from an academic background, so, you know, research and as a journalist, I, research is everything, you know, you got to know what you're talking about. You got to do the research to, to provide the appropriate information. And so GPS for success, when it was a course, uh, Dr. Franklin is who we're talking to here on It's Your Community. 
was it designed for undergraduates? It was it like a, a, a just a um, an elective, or who was taking the course? Yeah, it, it was a one hour course that I taught. Uh, co-taught with a friend and colleague who was at Central Michigan at the time. And uh, it was basically Friday afternoon, Friday evening, and all day Saturday. And then students got one credit hour and they absolutely loved it. They rated it as the, the top rated course at Central Michigan. But the unique thing is we covered things that typically weren't covered in a university curriculum. Let me give you yeah. an example. Mm -hmm. We covered the power of positive associations. You become people like people you hang around. So you wanna surround yourself with great people. The importance of collaboration. Two people working together can double, triple, or quadruple what you can do alone. Uh, relationships. Oftentimes, doors open up because you've got good relationships with people. Must-know people skills. When we talk about must-know people skills, I'm talking about um, uh, simply being nice, taking an interest in others, making people feel important, exceeding people's expectations, and being a person of integrity. If you tell somebody you're going to do something, you got to do it. We also talked about uh, in this course the virtues of patience and persistence, the potency of preparedness, how important it is to ask for things that you want, the benefits of organizational membership. I was a member, I've been a member of four major organizations and the, the benefits and learning people who have common interests, not only around the US, but all around the world has been priceless. Uh, and lastly, the importance of improving your writing, speaking, and interviewing skills. There are good data to suggest the bigger your vocabulary, the better the speaker you are, the more successful and the more money you're going to make. And lastly, learn from people who you want to emulate. So for young people out in the field, I say if you can do an internship with somebody who you really admire and you'd like to be like, now's the time to do it. I love it. GPS for success. This is Totally near and dear to my heart as a career coach myself and a communication strategist and communications has been my field, you know, I, in my entire adult life as a, as a professional communications, I got my master's in communications and Dr. Freeland, you'd appreciate this. The reason I decided to pursue a master's in communications is because I saw such a breakdown in the workforce and the way people communicated. And you talk about effective communication. I mean, people would totally fall apart. Relationships would break apart just because they didn't know how to communicate with each other. Do you find that in your research that communication is a big part of how we how, how much we can succeed in the world? I completely agree with you. In fact, doors open up for people who are good communicators. I'll tell you a real quick, funny story. I was a, a C-plus student at Kent State University, I was on the gymnastics team. And my goals at the time were which attractive co-ed I was gonna take out on Saturday night and which new trick I was gonna learn on the high bar and still rings. And I came to the sobering realization that that wasn't gonna pay the bills. Ultimately, I decided to go and try to get a master's degree. And people said, where are you gonna go? And I said, I'm gonna to go to the University of Michigan. They said, Franklin, you'll never get in the University of Michigan with a C plus average. Vanessa, what I did is found out who a key decision maker there was, lied and said, I have family and friends in Ann Arbor. Can I come and spend a, a couple minutes with you and talk about what I'm doing? Long story short, I got into University of Michigan with a paid scholarship with a C plus acum, and I believe very, very strongly it was the face-to-face -face meeting that I was able to schedule with a key decision maker. At, at Michigan. Don't send, wow. an email, don't send an email, don't send a letter, get a face-to-face -face if you possibly can. It opens up doors for you. 
I love that story, Dr. Franklin, because of what the world we live in today with our kids hooked to their text messaging and their phones, and we lost the art of face-to-face communication. And I think there's a big disconnect. And I think there's a lot of, I, I believe the reason we're at, at each other's throats in the world today on social media is because we're not sitting down having face-to-face conversations anymore. Yeah. A lot of times I'll say somebody in the next office who just sent me an email, why don't you come over here and let's talk about it. I want to look at your face. I want to look at your body language. And I, we can communicate a lot more, uh, accurately by face-to-face communications. Yeah, we're talking with Dr. Barry Franklin here on It's Your Community, author of the new book, GPS for Success. Dr. Franklin, I know you have a YouTube channel. We'll get to that in a second because I want to talk about the topics in your YouTube channel, but how do we get the book? Yeah, there's really three places you can go for the book. The uh, the publisher, and, and the publisher is Productivity Press, New York, New York. You know, it's ironic. I probably had a hundred publishers turn me down and then I end up getting a publisher in a little city called New York, New York, and they ended up publishing the book. So you can go to Productivity Press website, New York, New York, and they have the book for sale. It's also available through Amazon. And a friend and colleague has a website called healthylearning.com, all one word, healthylearning.com. And they have the book available as well. All of them are around $23 to $25 for the book. GPS for Success by Dr. Barry Franklin is what we're talking about here on It's Your Community. So you have a YouTube channel and you are, you're giving little snippets. What's your YouTube channel? Well, it, I, I've done an, a number of things and really what people, I would recommend people do if they're interested in this is go to my website, okay. com. There's YouTube, there's recent interviews, there's tons of information on the book, and there's endorsements from the book. We got a wonderful endorsement from a friend and esteemed colleague, Dr. Ora Peskovitz, president of Oakland University, gave us a glowing recommendation on the book. So if people want to, to see more YouTube interviews and so on and so forth, let them go directly to my website. Dr. Barry Franklin, uh, let's, t- let's talk about... Um... What would you say is the number one strategy for success? If you, if someone was going to take the biggest takeaway from the book, what would it be? Uh, I love that question. And it's, it's one that I fought and really worked hard in the book to identify the single, because I'll talk about, we can talk about later, the 10 specific traits. But if you say to me, Barry, give me the number one trait. The number one trait, I believe, was beautifully articulated Vanessa, by a guy by the name of Arthur Williams. Arthur Williams was originally a high school coach. He made a fortune selling term life insurance and through investments. And he summed up your question best when he said, your life is a direct result of what you do, not necessarily what you say you're going to do. So the the example, another example is a guy by the name of Tommy Hopkins, top sales trainer in the world. And he came up with the law of Goya. Get off your, and I'll let you figure out what A (laughs) stands for, and Uh do something every day that moves you toward your goals. That the number one strategy of highly successful people is that they 
take action. They don't just talk about it. They get up off their butt. They move in the direction of their goals. They overcome inertia. A body at rest tends to remain at rest. A body, so start moving. They gain momentum and inertia. Overcoming inertia is the greatest barrier to success. That's why I say for all these reasons, the number one success strategy is getting up and taking massive action every day to achieve your goals. I love that, Dr. Franklin. I want to get into the top 10 too. And you just, okay. re- you just reminded me of a story that I experienced many years ago when I was the press secretary at, for the Wayne County Executive. And I remember one of the um, one of my fellow colleagues wanted to be head of a department, right? And we were in a meeting and he had all these grandiose ideas. And he, he's like, I want this and I want that. And I, I, I need a staff of 25. And he's going on and on about what he wants and he wants it to happen tomorrow. And our boss looks at him, not not the county executive, it was the deputy county executive at the time, Charlie Williams, I'll never forget this. And he looked at him and he goes, why don't you do something first? Do it first. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. something first. And then we'll talk about all the things you need to make. Start doing something first. And I looked at him and I'm like, he goes, I don't want to hear these grandiose ideas. I want <laughs> to see you guys do something. And I'm like, good for you. And, and it just stuck with me. I'm like, he's right. Do it first. And then- Go ahead. No, go ahead. That that story reminds me a lot of times when I give a talk on this topic, I'll stand at the front of the room. There may be 50, there may be a thousand people. I'll hold up a copy of GPS for success and say, who wants it? And of course, everybody raises their hand and somebody go, yell, is it free? I say, yeah, it's free. It's here for the taking. Who wants it? People are straining and raising their hand. Finally, some astute person gets off their butt, runs up to the podium, takes the book from me. And I say, what's your name? Vanessa. Vanessa, what did Vanessa do that nobody else did? She got off her seat and she moved in the direction of something that she wanted. The number one strategy is move, take action. Amen. Move and take action. You got to do something. GPS for success is the book by Dr. Barry Franklin. We're talking with him today. So let's go through the 10 strategies. Let's, if you can run through those four, you said the top 10. I'll go through these fairly quickly. Okay. Uh, Number one, look for the good in people and situations. Uh, Oftentimes I see people, they see the same thing. One has positive, the other is negative. I want to hang around the positive people. Number two, activate the law of attraction. If you believe and you act accordingly, you will achieve. Uh, Number three, set goals and set them in writing. Don't just think about your goals. If you can think it, ink it. Or if it's not on paper, it's vapor. So write your goals down. Number four, take action, as we just said, the number one success strategy. Number five, recognize that setbacks line the road to success. Persistence pays. So once again, Thomas Edison said he had thousands of learning experiments. Setbacks line the road to success. Number six, ask for things you want. People aren't mind readers. You wanna be work at a place, you, you've gotta ask. Number seven, become a master communicator. Read, 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 read. The best leaders are voracious readers. Uh, It's a forerunner of success. Number eight, recognize the power of associations, collaboration, and relationships. Uh, Recognize that one Clydesdale horse can pull 8,000 pounds, two Clydesdale horse working together, not 16,000 pounds, but 24,000 pounds. And if they're working and matched and they're moving forward, they can pull 32,000 pounds. People are the same way. People working together toward a common goal can accomplish much more than you can. Most of the great books, by the way, Chicken Soup for the Soul, two guys, Jack Canfield and Mark Victor Hansen. Number nine, people skills. 
take an interest in others, be a person of integrity, routinely try to exceed people's expectations. And number 10, work hard. Uh, you really got to work hard. You got to find what you love to do and get somebody to pay you to do that or pay yourself to do it. It's called the law of sow and reap. The more seeds you plant, the more crops you're going to reap. So you should be out there planting seeds. The last point I'd make is try to be over time a little bit better. And I'll give you an example. In 2002, I looked at the professional golf tour. Who was the number one golfer? Can you imagine in 2002? Tiger Woods? Yes, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> Tiger Woods averaged 68.56 shots for 18 holes. Who was the number 10 golfer in the world? Guy by the name of Sergio Garcia. What did he average, Vanessa? He averaged 70 shots. What does mm. that mean? What is that? Tiger Woods, the number one, would beat the number 10 golfer by 1.5 shots. That's that's insane. It, That's it, it, 18 holes. So I say to young people, anything, get a master's degree, get some, anything you can do to make yourself a little bit better has a huge payday. By the way, 2002 company, may have, you may have heard of them called Nike, decided they were going to offer the number one golfer in the world a 60 to $80 million contract. Who got it? Tiger Woods, because he could beat Sergio Garcia by 1.5 shots. <laughs> wow. You know, it made me think of something. Um, <clears throat> just yesterday, uh, Dr. Fink, I was having this conversation with my daughter. I have to, I'm very proud of her. She, um, we've all struggled with weight in my family. It's no secret. People that know us know that. And she just focused and she dropped 40 pounds. Okay. Mm -hmm. And she was very frustrated. And she did this over a year. It took her a year working, eating healthy, working with a dietitian. And um, she was frustrated because she's hit a, um, a plateau. And I said, Elena, every day that you get, you do something positive, you get better. It's a day of success. You're just working to every day, just do it better than you did yesterday. And she looked at me and she's like, okay, I have a new, a new chance tomorrow. I said, yeah. I said, why are you like worrying about that? You haven't lost any weight in the last few months. You know what I mean? So it's like every day you're doing something to get better than you did it yesterday. That's a great, great example. It reminds me once again of a, something we talked about a few seconds ago. 10 most empowering two-letter words. If it is to be, it is up to me. Don't blame the doctor. Don't blame the social worker. You've got to find a way to get there. Yeah, and that's exactly what I told her. I said, hey, and your daughter you. did. <laughs> she did, and I'm really proud of her, honestly. She stayed with it, and she did it in the healthy way. She, We followed, we got her a, a dietitian, showed her what to do. We got her a trainer to show her how to exercise, and she's Super. doing it all all on her own, you know, wow. so I, I give her a lot of credit. She motivates me. We're talking with Dr. Barry Franklin here. He's the author of the book, GPS for Success. It's a great book. As a, communica uh, as a communications and career coach, I can tell you, I know this is going to be a great resource for my clients because I talked to so many clients, Dr. Franklin, and I'm sure you found that in your, in your research. They really, and you saw this as a professor teaching this course, they really don't know where to go. They may know what, something that they want to do. Like, oh, I, I think I want to be a lawyer. I think I want to go into medicine. Or There's just no direction for success. There's no way to figure out how do I get from point A to point B? You know, what, what's the formula for success in life? They can learn math, right? They can learn <laughs> science. But really, does that equate to success? You and I, I'm sure, know a ton of people with a higher, higher degrees that really aren't that successful because they didn't have a game plan. You're, it's, you're, you're exactly right. And, and they really weren't mentored along these things, collaboration, uh, people skills, communication skills, and so on and so forth.
Yeah. And here on It's Your Community and the work that I do with Epiphany Communications and Coaching, our theme is communicate, connect, communicate, and collaborate with the community. That's how you're successful. That is our uh, slogan here and the slogan at my work in Epiphany Communications and and Coaching. How are we communicating? How are we connecting? How are we collaborating with others? And so on that note, uh, uh, Dr. Franklin, what would you say to people in terms of summarizing, communicating, connecting, and collaborating with others for your personal success? I think some of the some of the take home messages are this. There was a bumper sticker I saw which really summarizes the whole book. You are your own fortune cookie. <laughs> in other words, in other words, do everything possible uh, uh, to to achieve success and follow these kinds of things. Uh, I think Malcolm Gladwell also said it best. A lot of young people say, "I want to really be good at this." To be good at something, and Malcolm Gladwell summed it up best: to be good at writing, speaking, whatever. You got to devote 10,000 hours to that activity, whether yeah. you're a broadcaster or whatever, 10,000 hours. That's 20 hours a week for 10 years or 10 hours a week for 20 years. In other words, you got to put your time and effort in, learn from people who you want to emulate um, and follow these, these foundational factors and the specific traits that we just talked about. GPS for success with Dr. Barry Franklin. It's available. Tell us again. I know it's on Amazon. Where else can we get? Get us the other two places that we can in your website. There's a website called healthylearning.com. The book is, I think, $23.95 plus $2 for shipping or something like that. Healthylearning.com. Or they can go to the publisher, Productivity Press, New York, New York, and they have this posted, GPS for success, uh, to order it. And give out your website again, Dr. Franklin. Sure. The website is uh, uh, D-R-B-A-R-R-Y-F-R-A-N-K-L-I-N.com. And before we let you go, Dr. Franklin, what else do you want to share with our listeners? We have about a minute left with you. You know, I think the, the keys are success doesn't happen by chance. To a large extent, the you make your own success by following these specific principles. And I think some of the key things, once again, are positive associations, collaborations, working with others. You got to have good people skills. It's as simple as that. You got to need to set goals on a regular basis. You need to deal with setbacks. As I mentioned earlier, the virtues of patience and persistence. Prepare. I have notes in front of me. Uh, Don't expect uh, to, to wing it, so to speak ask for things you want, get involved with associations, with other people who have a passion for a certain type field and interact with them. Do everything you can to improve your writing, speaking and interviewing skills. And if at all possible, early in your career, train or learn from people that you want to emulate. Those are the keys. And last but not least, if you can, if you wanna get your foot in the door, get a face-to-face meeting with somebody, even if you have to lie, don't just send an email or a letter. They, they need to see your smile. They need to see your passion. And if they do, they're more likely to bring you on. You know, I just have to reiterate that because you made me think of something, Dr. Franklin, when I wanted to get into radio broadcasting, which mm-hmm. I was a full-time reporter at WGR for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I remember I was working to pay off my college loans at a local deli. And I met a guy who did all the production work at WJR. And I asked him if there's any openings. And he said, why don't you give me your resume? And I said, would you mind if I walk it over myself and just introduce <laughs> myself to the news director? Yep. And he said, well, I can't get in with the news director, but I can get you in with assistant news director. I said, great. 
I said, so I went there, I met with him and I had a uh, face-to-face with him. And it turns out he was a, a professor at OU who taught one of my cousins. And so we got in this whole discussion. He goes, okay, when can you start? <laughs> yeah. And I, I started out, as, yeah, I started out as a newsroom assistant and writer before I ended up on the air about eight months later. Face-to-face is critically important. And to be quite frank with you, people will hire people they like even more so than how big their resume is. And so if they think they're going to blend in and the chemistry is good, that's why if you can, even if you have to lie, get a face-to-face meeting with somebody. (laughs) Yeah, Dr. Barry Franklin, thank you so much for sharing this with us here on It's Your Community. It was my pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. My pleasure. GPS for success. I highly recommend it. If you have any questions or comments, show topics you want us to get to, get to me, Vanessa Denha. You do that very easily by going to Epiphany Communications and Coaching and email me there, or you can find me on all my social media platforms. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. You can private message me on any of those platforms. As always, we remind you, our listeners, to connect, communicate, and collaborate with your community. We'll catch you next time here on It's Your Community. It's Your Community a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.